You there, adventurer? Yes, you. Do you desire knowledge of immense worlds and arcane power? A codex of untold stories and lore? Or perhaps simply easy listening for your daily commute? Then feast your eyes, or more accurately, ears, upon Dungeonpedia. Shit's about to get nerdy in here. Hello everyone and welcome to Dungeonpedia, an exploration into the lore of Dungeons and Dragons. We're your hosts, Lewin Markel. Taylor Steinfield. And I'm Travis Beasley. And also, I'm sorry guys. I decided that it would be a good idea, apparently, to catch what everyone else had at work. How dare you. Last week. And we couldn't record, like, at all last yeah, week. Like, I was fucked up for the entire week, basically. E- even still, I'm, I'm, I'm worried that your, your voice may, uh, may sound affected. Yeah, uh, my voice might start to go out towards the end of this, so also apologies for that one. Yeah. Whatever the hell this was is just a pain in the ass to get rid of. Well, I feel like we should also specify what it's not. Yeah, it's definitely not that. Just in case, like, just in case. Yeah, it's it's definitely not COVID. It's, from what my doctor said, was basically just like a... An advanced version of the cold. But not that advanced. But not that advanced. Like, apparently this particular strand has been going around a lot since everyone started removing their masks. It's just (laughs) the cold, basically, except it... The cold, but, like, super fuck you. It's the cold, but more contagious, basically. Yeah, pretty much. So everyone at work had it. I don't know how Taylor didn't end up getting it. I don't know how I didn't end up getting it either. I all every time you get sick, I'm sick before like I even realize what's going on. And then it's too late. And then yeah. it's too late. It's been great. But I, I managed to avoid it and I'm I'm happy. Keep so, your germs to yourself. Yeah. So hopefully no more sickness for any of us now. Yes. That'd, that'd be nice. Knock on wood. Yeah. So I uh, pose a Question to you two real oh, quick. Oh, no. Oh, okay, well. Is it a hard question? No, not really. Okay, good. <laughs> Do either of you have arachnophobia? No. Mm, not really. I mean, you know I don't like dealing with spiders, but that's just because... Honestly, the case in point of me not having arachnophobia today is that literally earlier today, Taylor found a spider... And Lewin dealt with it. And I, and I took it outside. So I, do, uh, I definitely okay. don't. The reason I, I don't like dealing with spider, spiders is because they can sense my fear and they lord it against me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we have a contractual understanding with the spiders mm-hmm. around here. They're not supposed to be in the house mm-hmm. and we leave them alone. Mm-hmm. They come in the house, they die. Well, except for the one. Except for the one that Lewin saved. T- today that got to live. Yeah. I try to only kill spiders if they're venomous because I don't want them like I, coming I, coming back and like biting yeah. one of my biting one of my babies. Yeah, and that's it. Or for, you know me for, or whatever. For but. me is I just don't want them to. Uh, I don't want any spiders to to bite my babies. Yeah, me well, I could give less of a shit about, but, but not, <laughs> not, not the, the children because the children will go up and try to eat the spider. Yeah. And yeah. Anyway, I do not so. have arachnophobia, and I have receipts that I don't. So <laughs> good job. So that's good. Anyone that does have arachnophobia, well, I'm sorry, because this episode is about not exactly spiders, but like half spider, half, half spider, sexy, half human, oh, half no. sexy 
No, these things are not sexy, sexy drow, at all. drow no. lady. You know, you, you all know, yeah, yeah. Not sexy at all. I mean, <laughs> I mean, oh, that's probably a challenge to some of our audience. Like, oh, really? Okay. Oh, really? I can, I, I bet I can get down with some of these. All right, so challenge, uh, challenge <laughs> issued. Uh, Travis is throwing the gauntlet. We're talking about edder caps. Wait, that doesn't. That sounds like a mushroom. It does. It does That's like what I thought too. It's not apparently. Okay. Yeah, no, I was like well, edder caps. Okay, so it's yeah, some like sort of like mushroom yeah. creature. No, no, it's not. It's worse. Oh, way worse. Um, so thank you to Angus for suggesting this in our Discord server, which you should go join if you're not already. Yes, that way you can suggest things too. I mean, you can do that elsewhere, but like, but come like, party with us. Yeah, but we're yeah, fun. Come party with us. So edder caps. Not a whole lot of, like, really deep information about, like, their backgrounds and whatnot. Still pretty interesting, though. So, from the uh, Fiend Folio in 1st edition, they are described as a biped that is roughly man-sized, with very long arms, a protruding pot belly, short legs, and hairy skin. Same. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Their hands are clawed, and they have two poisonous fangs that protrude from each side of their mouths, and they're kind of spidery. Okay, yeah, no, I I looked them up, and I see it. I, I okay, it's like <laughs> it's like there were there were there was like two there was like two committees right on like spider human like human humanoid hybrids. And one of them was like, we're going to make them as sexy as possible. And they made dryers. Mm-hmm. And then the other ones were like, we're going to combine all the undesirable traits of both and make them super not sexy. Now, granted, I'm yeah. sure someone out there has probably risen to the challenge and is like, yeah, I would fuck one of those. But but like, if you look up pictures of them, especially from first edition, they are just not sexy. horribly Oof. ugly. Like, there's nothing good about them. Ouch. Rude. <laughs> There's not. So Yeah, it's not it's not pleasant to look at. It, it's not. Certainly. Um when it comes to like their attacks, they use their claws and their fangs. Natch. The claws just deal like, you know, normal one to three points of damage. Right. And their bite inflicts poison damage that is one to eight. Okay. Not like anything terribly uh, strong about them in first edition. That yeah, they sound kind of weak. Change just a little bit later on. Now, the interesting thing about them is they are very, not very, but they are low intelligence mm-hmm. creatures. They're considered neutral evil for pretty much every edition, save for one, which I'm sure. Oh, I wonder which one. Yeah. yeah. But they are also described as cruel, cunning, and treacherous. And also, they have silk glands. Ooh, that's fun. Much like those of a spider located near the anus. Oh, it was was that, that was the word chosen? That was the oh, exact word. Good, 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 good. Yeah. So from these glands, mm-hmm. they produce a thin, very tough, silvery like cord. Is how they described it. Right. Uh, they use this to make various, like, assorted weapons and devices. They make, like, nets and garrotes, tripwires. Kimonos. You know. Probably if they really wanted to. <laughs> they 
they use their own, like, spider webbing, basically, and that's what they use for their weapons. Is it just me, or does the word, just the word gland itself sound bad? I mean, gland itself sounds bad when you're talking about a humanoid-ish figure. Yeah, now I'm with you on that one. Like, even even if it has nothing to do with anything, like, untoward or, or sexual, like, adrenal gland. That sounds nasty as hell. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, maybe I'm just, does. maybe I'm just, I don't know. Coloring it with your own perceptions? <clears throat> yes. Possibly. I probably am. But even the word gland sounds, in, in and of itself, sounds kind of eh. And then when you put it right next to the anus, it's like, eh. well... I'm glad they chose that word specifically, though. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was great wording. Not just, like, posterior or, you know, whatever. Like, no, it's it's near the anus. So, also, the thing that was kind of strange to me was they're not listed as having, like, any particular... Uh, what is that word? Race? Not race. Society? Society, I guess. Like, they're not... There's nothing that denotes them as being humanoid or beast or any sort of defining thing. They're just man-like creatures. Hmm, so I don't okay. know if they're humanoids or if they're beasts in this or if that really makes a difference. It probably doesn't. Yeah, no, I get some things. I feel like some things do kind of fall into that, like, that kind of weird gray area. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this one definitely kind of Because you could say this there. is like a humanoid, this is an animal... You know, this is like a fae or a dragon or whatever. But then some things are just like, they're not unintelligent enough to be animals, but they're not distinctly f- like fae or whatever. So it's just kind of like, eh, it's an editor cap. Yeah, so I guess it's probably more just like humanoid-ish, but either way. So they usually don't actually like to fight like up close at all. Mm-hmm. They generally prefer to lay down their traps and then set up ambushes using them. Like, they'll either lead someone that is attacking them to a trap or set up traps along, like, heavily traveled roads to ensnare and immobilize anything and then eat them. They're carnivorous. Yeah, they're spider And they're (laughs) carnivorous to the point that it doesn't matter what kind of meat it is. doesn't matter. They have no specific... Favorite type of meat. If it's a meat, they will eat it. Well, period. I, I, you know, like, let's let's be honest though. Given what these books usually say, like their favorite meat's probably human meat, right? Like humanoid, demi-human. You know, yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I can see it. Probably, probably, because <laughs> it feels like it usually is. They're like, yeah, they'll eat anything, but, but their favorite, favorite is humans. Yeah, or humanoids. Humans. Tasty. And they're solitary creatures, which that also doesn't change much. They only ever will appear in groups of two at the most. Mm -hmm. And even then, it's very rare to find. Okay. But it also does note that they get along very well with all other types of spiders. Aw, that's nice. So they also generally, like, live around other spiders. And this is D&D, so there are giant spiders. Correct. (laughs) It's great. Mm, that's a word for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, okay. No, I'll be quiet for now because we might talk about this later, but I have thoughts. Okay. You have thoughts? Okay. Yes, I do. Okay. So from uh, the Monstrous Manual 2nd Edition, 
This actually indicates now that they are found in heavily wooded forests, which makes sense given given yeah their whole Steve. nature. Yeah, Steez also works. Um, the art has somehow gotten uglier. <laughs> oh yay! I don't. I don't know. It. It's. Uh, you just. You'll have to look. It's so weird. I don't. Okay. It's fucking. It's. It's. It's just weird. Um, except now, their legs are described as being short and spindly, while their arms reach nearly to their ankles. Still with the classic pot belly. Yeah. Um, their hands only have a thumb and three long fingers that have razor-sharp claws at the end of them. Mm-hmm. So they're, like, four-fingered, I guess. Yeah. Three-fingered and one thumb. I don't know. However you want to call that. Um, they now have tufts of thick, wirely, bleh? Wirely. Thick, wirely. Tufts of thick, wiry black hair that, like, covers their body. Oh, like a tarantula. Yeah, actually. Um, their heads are almost like equine in shape. But they have these large, like, reptilian eyes that are usually blood red in color. Those are, that's a lot of words. <laughs> They're they're a mishmash of some weird. Oh yeah, things. I don't like that. Like it's because it's, it's like okay, there's they're a humanoid spider person kind of with this this sort of like, um, and that I like, can vibe with. Yeah, or when with this sort of like almost like extreme kind of gorilla like proportions, you know, with the the really long arms and everything, and I'm like okay, and then you said equine. I was like, wait, take it back. And then you said reptilian. Yep, their head is equine, but they have reptilian eyes. On a spider body. On a spider gorilla body. Love it. (laughs) It's great. It's awesome. They're making some interesting chimeras nowadays. Right? Or rather, in the 70s. (laughs) And it does actually, like, say that ettercaps are ugly bipedal creatures. (laughs) So they're just... Get the fuck out. Jesus Christ. They're just ugly. <laughs> I love when the source material just like drags Just like dunks on them. They're like, they're uh, just unrepentantly ugly. ugly and terrible. And it's like, wow. Okay. Yeah. I might be too if official source material described me in that way. I might be pretty, pretty mad about it. Right. So they have these like stooping gait and hunched shoulders, but even with all of that, they're still around six feet tall. Oh. Dang. So I feel like even if they if they weren't, like, hunched over and they could stand straight up, they were probably, like... Very, very tall. Six and a half, seven foot tall, maybe? Yeah, get a, get a full extension on that bad boy. Dude, they're big. Way bigger than they should be, given their whole characteristics. Right. Yeah. So other than their long fangs that they still have... Because you can't get rid of those. They're just frightening enough. Um, their mouth is also just full of razor-sharp teeth past that. Oh, awesome! So you have these poisonous fangs, and if those somehow happen to miss you, you still have... A whole bunch of teeth. A whole bunch of razor-sharp teeth that are just going to saw into you. Love it. So, that's great. fun. It's great. <clears throat> awesome. Love it. They don't have any form of, like, a formal language... Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, that that's kind of the vibe. Yeah. Instead, they kind of express themselves through a combination of high-pitched chittering noises, shrieks, and, of course, some violent actions. <laughs> it doesn't specify 
exactly how and what they use these violent actions for communicating on, but I'm going to assume it's a leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's... <laughs> like, sometimes you just, you want someone to die, and you communicate that by murdering them. Yeah. So. so there. I mean, I guess. Jesus. So, um, their poison, their poisonous bite changed a little bit. And if you happen to be one of the unlucky adventurers to get bit by one of them, you face a pretty serious challenge. Ooh, ooh, is it one of those good old... Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. After successfully biting a creature, they will inject a highly toxic poison mm-hmm. into the victim. Mm-hmm. The poison requires a saving throw versus poison. Mm-hmm. And on a failed save, that means you now have one D4 rounds until you die. Yay! Because the poison paralyzes your heart. Oh, love that. Oh, that's And good. it doesn't mention any way of stopping it after you failed the first save. Well, at least it's not immediate. No, you have <laughs> 1d4 rounds, so you could live for 6 seconds or 24 seconds. <laughs> it's just enough time to pray to your god. Pretty much. For forgiveness. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know. Well, I mean, I guess if you're... Eh, I don't know how quickly it takes someone to die from their heart being paralyzed. So. Um, <laughs> Probably pretty quick. quickly. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah, pretty pretty quickly. I would assume. Anyway. I wonder if I wonder if that was like them not mentioning any particular thing that you can do about it. If that was an oversight, or if it was just like you're fucked. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I'm gonna vote for the fuck you. Probably. Yeah. Now that being said, they are generally like weaker creatures. So <laughs> really, really, like weaker as far as like their health and and what have you. Yeah. yeah so like, they're like their Thaco score is fifteen. <laughs> you could breathe and yeah, like you could breathe in that thing's general direction. It would do damage. And, yeah, yeah, and you're gonna do damage to it. So okay, they're relatively easy That's- to kill. But if they happen to bite you and you fail that save, then you're fucked. Then you're fucked. Yeah, it's like they're they're weak, but they have like the one big fuck you. Okay, yeah. I, I. That's like- fair. That's probably the worst Thacko score I've actually ever heard of. Yeah, a Thacko of 15. I was like, what the fuck? That is pretty bad. That is awful. That is like, that's like whenever you're like, hey, the door's locked. Okay, I hit the door with my axe and the DM's like, I'm not even going to make you roll. Like against the door's AC because like yeah because like it's, it's a not door dodge out of the way it's a door that's Before like that your axe bad even hits it the lock just pops off you're good yeah like that's just that's like <laughs> don't even bother rolling to hit this door because I know you're gonna hit it Jesus <laughs> fifteen yeah Shit. so as I said they are like I have a fucking AC of fifteen <laughs> yeah that would be about equivalent I think. <laughs> I don't know. You're pretty quick. You you might have okay, fair, a bit fair. lower taco score. Like a 13. So you're probably harder to hit than they are. <laughs> Yay! Uh, yeah, so they are master trap makers. Um, a lot of the traps, like I said earlier, involve immobilizing the victim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that way, if they catch one of them in the traps, they will just run up and bite them. Mm-hmm. Makes to sense. poison and kill them immediately, basically. Mm-hmm. Just immediately go for the berserk move. I mean, why not? I know. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm not hating and on it, it at all. And it straight up just says, without hesitation, 
if someone gets trapped, they <laughs> go and hesitate, attack. Hesitate, bitch. There's no hesitation. Like, oh, they're trapped. Fight. I saw you hanging out with Hellminster. Come <laughs> oh, on, hesitate, the bitch. Uh, <sighs> I wish I could hang out with Elminster. Same. Same. He seems like a cool guy. Anyway. So, due to the nature of how they make these traps, again, with their weird spider-like silk glands, mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. specifies that, like, every Ettercat prefers different trap designs, so if you were using them and your players ran into them multiple times, each time would be different. Oh, that's nice. So use the same trap over and over and over. It would be a whole variety of there are different traps of traps that they use to murder people and then eat them. That's nice. Yeah, they're artisans. I <laughs> uh, their layers are often located on the ground, but it does specify that sometimes they do tend to build them like higher up okay. in very large, sturdy trees. I I'm very sorry. I just needed to communicate this. Um. You said layers, and, like, now I know that you meant... They're like, not ogres. Yeah, I was thinking, they have layers? Ogres have layers? <laughs> nope, they are not ogres, Okay, so they weren't mushrooms, they're onions. Got they're it. onions. Yes. <laughs> oh. So our minds didn't go to the same place because mine went to um, trapdoor spiders. Oh. Which I feel like is a, would be a fun concept. For that... For an, if you're a DM, for a you fun. should be familiar with that, actually. Yeah. Because you ran into Trapdoor Spider, like, in our first session of Pathfinder? She wouldn't be. I wasn't Well, there. I was... Yeah. Um, yeah, I wasn't. You specifically. I wasn't yeah. there. Uh, yeah. Okay. We weren't friends yet. Well, I was friends with Taylor. So, yeah. here's the... <laughs> Travis was like, who's this random man in my apartment? And now here we are. Here we are. Surprise. Talking about glands. Yay. Um, they tend to make their nests out of, like, a frame of their silk strands, basically, that they fill with rotting leaves and moss. Okay. So I'm sure it smells pleasant. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I think that that, that, like, natural, like, foresty detritus actually smells really nice. I mean, it probably just Personally. depends on, like, how advanced in the decay process it is. Because I yeah. feel like very early on in the decay process, it probably, it smells pretty bad. Like, it smells yeah. very mildewy. Yeah. Maybe I'm just weird. No, I no, mean, I know yes. exactly. Yes, you are. But I know exactly what you're talking about. I just feel like that's later on in the decay process. Yeah. That it smells really good. That's true. So, uh, here's the fun part. Say, you know, you run into them, you risk the possibility of death from one single bite. You kill them, you go into their layers, you find nothing. No. They keep not big. no... Treasures at all wow. in their lairs. Usually, they're the anti dragon. They are the anti dragon. Usually, you might be lucky enough to find treasures laying around from their previous victims, but they exist solely to eat, basically. Hmm. They have no desire for any possessions. They just build, talk to spiders, and eat people. Same. <laughs> Life goals. <laughs> I don't want to eat people. Don't take me off that list. <laughs> Please. Uh, I do have some information about their young. Yes. Yes. It's not a lot. Uh-huh. Okay. So the rare occasion that you do encounter them in pairs, they are always a mated couple. Right. But you will never encounter them with their young. Okay. Okay. Because they abandon them as soon as they are born. No. 
hoping it was one of those where it was like they have like little egg, like a little egg sack on their back, oh. and then you hit them with a broom and they go everywhere. Oh God! <laughs> that one gift, y'all know. I've seen I've, the video. I've done that in real life. <laughs> like, like I it said, I said at the top of this episode, I don't, I don't mind spiders. I don't have arachnophobia. I've met some very nice tarantulas in my life, but if that happened to me, that particular discreet situation. I would fucking have a heart attack and die. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. It's, it's terrible. Just like the... But yeah, I just imagine them like they have a little, a little egg sack on their back that they got their babies in. Nope. They no. abandon their young. fuck. Like as soon as they're born, they're like, all right, get the fuck out. And they like just leave it. They don't care. Mood. Fuck. I'm mostly joking. <laughs> mostly. 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 <laughs> so fuck. Once they have killed a creature, they just immediately go into the whole devouring stage. Right. right. They devour as much of the corpse as possible. And an intercap can typically consume an entire deer or a large humanoid in a single sitting. Good <laughs> fucking lord, Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. That is not a small feat. No. No. That is, like... <laughs> No, it's bad. That is like either slightly larger or slightly. Well, I would imagine mass wise, some deer might be like a little bit bigger than them. But that's either like that's like around their size. So they're literally eating their body weight probably in one sitting. Uh, so like more, lions, they're considered medium. Just an oh well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so they're probably eating more than their body weight in one sitting, which is just not healthy. <laughs> I mean, it is if you're going a spider periods of time without. Eating, which I, mean, I would imagine true. that I would imagine that they do. Yeah, because it isn't like they just they're, they're like, they 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 don't just go out and pluck a pluck a fruit off of a bush and eat that. You know, like they it's a whole song and dance with them. Yeah. So I'd imagine kind of like real spiders, they probably don't eat super duper often. So when they do, it's like they this is they gorge it's themselves. Everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and also. 40% of the time, there will be 2d4 spiders of some monstrous type, can be any monstrous type, There's more than that can be found cooperating with an cap. Nice. And on the off chance that a creature is killed by an cap in the web of a giant spider, they actually end up sharing the corpse with the spider instead of just devouring it entirely themselves. Oh, that's nice. They know how to share. So they do have some semblance of, like, camaraderie. They work with spiders, and if one gets, if they kill one of their victims in the web of a spider, they share it. That's nice. So, you know, they have that going for them. They don't just go over to their friend's house and eat all of their food. They share it. They share their food. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> there is a reason for people to hunt at our caps, though. They're venom? They're bad? Correct. Hey! They're venom. There is a very strong market that has sprung up for the Ettercap poison, which, by the way, it's kept in little sacks above their uh, big fangs. That makes Which sense. is how they inject it. I feel like that's pretty accurate for, for like, IRL spiders. Yeah. It's highly valued due to both the extreme toxicity and just because it's really difficult to obtain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, the poison glands of an cap only hold one ounce of poison at any given time. Mm -hmm. So very small amounts. However, one ounce is worth up to about 1,000 gold on the market. Wow. Wow. Wait, so is that... 
one ounce per gland or is it one ounce total? I think it's one ounce total. Okay, so one ounce per edder cap. Right. Gotcha. So if you want to make a living out of hunting edder cap and getting their uh, poison, it would probably not be hard. Well, you gotta gotta make sure that you're strong enough to not get bit. Yeah. Or, you know, just like breathe on them and they'll die. Right. I would think that if you become like a master hunter for them, you would develop ways to like cover pretty much your entire body from being bitten by them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And still be able to like kill them. Right. Or at that point, just shoot a fireball and walk Mm -hmm. away. Does it, does it specify um, like any stats about their venom itself? No, just that it's deadly. Yeah. Because I could, I feel like if I were DM and I wanted to sell my players some Ettercat venom, I feel like you slap that bad boy on like an arrow and it would produce the same effect as yes. an editor cat bite, you know what I mean? Uh, pretty much that's how it is. Because oh, okay, okay, it's gotcha. A, I guess in like later editions it would be considered a, uh, what's the word? I don't know. Like a damaging poison. Okay. Right, It can only okay. be used by being like, uh, applied, applied to an open wound, basically. Right. Oh, okay. Because you have some that are, like, you can only inhale them, you can only ingest them, and then there's just the wounding. So, yeah, you would put it on, like, an arrow tip and then shoot them, and if they fail to save, then they die. Yeah. You just sit there and watch them, and then they just freeze up. and thunk. Yeah. Down they go. Hmm. Yeah. Vivid. <clears throat> are they immune to their own venom? Probably. I would assume so. It doesn't mention anything about that, like, anywhere, so... I would say probably, because... I love asking and uh, pondering just completely asinine questions. Same. <laughs> because, like, you, like, kill one edder cap and then use their venom to kill another one. It's just, I don't know. Like, diminishing returns at that point, but for some reason the idea is funny to me. It, 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 it would be pretty funny, though. So, when it comes to finally getting, like, a solid definition of what they are considered, that finally shows up in the 3.5 Monster Manual. Yay! Uh, They are aberrations, apparently. But, also, their description has changed slightly in this edition anyway, so it could just be the difference in what they look like and how they're perceived to be made of, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they do still have, like, their long, slender arms and legs, and, of course, you still just can't get rid of that pot belly. But their heads are no longer equine-shaped. Thank God. Instead, they are now simply just the head of a spider. Yeah. With I had a pair of, like, bulbous black eyes. You know, that upsets me less. I don't know why. Do they like, just have two? Do they just? I almost said two pairs. Do they just have two eyes? So it I've says seen... a pair of like bulbous black eyes, but then when you look at the art, art, it looks like they do have your traditional, like the traditional like multiple spider eyes. But I don't know if they're actually functional or if it was just somebody didn't communicate to the writers. They just said draw a spider head. Yeah. Yeah. It's hardly possible. Or, you know, they maybe meant to just put bulbous black eyes, but they actually put a pair of, because that's a common, you know, like, descriptor in front of eyes. Whatever eye words, you know? Yeah, just bulbous black eyes. That's what they have. But 
I assume that the spider eyes are probably just non-functional. I don't know, though. Or I suppose yeah. you could just determine that yourself. I mean, at a certain point, I feel like it's like splitting hairs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, potentially. Yeah, I would agree. At a certain point, it just becomes like you really don't need to specify anything more unless you're giving them a specific, like... Because ability that would come from yeah. having this or if it's extra like a, eyesight. Yeah, or if it's like a giant spider, like you would maybe run a chance of, say, incapacitating only one of its eyes at a time. So then it would be. But, you know, when it's kind of human sized, it's like, eh, eh. Yeah. Um, and in this, they are described as revolting. <laughs> Shit. Instead of just ugly. They are now revolting <laughs> they've, they've creatures. They've been upgraded to revolting. Good for them. Right? They've been upgraded. Yay! Yay. Uh, also, it does now specify that they savor the taste of still living flesh. Oh, oh, love it. So they will often consume incapacitated prey before they die. Which is a horrible, horrible way to go, I would think. Like, you're incapacitated, but you're still aware. Uh, yeah, that's not great. No. Don't love that. Mm-hmm. I love the wording here. It says that they often keep spiders in the same way others keep bees. Huh. And then it goes on to say they will even keep monstrous spiders as pets. Nice. And that these spiders are as loyal as a dog is to a human. So pretty fucking loyal. Yeah. yeah. So they spider keep and then... Have pet spiders, pet giant spiders. Oh, imagine one of them in a little beekeeping uniform. Love it. They probably wouldn't need to, but you know, just for the fact. Um, we now have a weight class for these little things. Little, I say say little. They're really not little. They're two hundred pounds. That's it. Yeah, they're six feet tall, two hundred pounds. That's well. I guess spiders are. It's a little heavier than me with the same height. Spiders are pretty light. Because yeah, they're just, but they're also very muscular. Because they're just kind of, you know, they don't have bones, so. Yeah. Oh, and now they also speak common. Cool. I don't know what the reasoning behind giving them language language is, but. To be terrifying, I guess. I guess, yeah. Can you imagine that thing talking in common? Like, at you? Yeah. Just this humanoid body with these long arms and legs and, and then a spider face. fucking spider face. Yeah, I don't like it, actually. Thank you. Yeah, no, I can. Yeah, that's fair. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. And their poison doesn't kill you. It's right out anymore. Oh, okay. Good. They, they got rid of that, thankfully. They nerfed that? Yes. Um, it now does an initial 1d6 dexterity damage. And then it can do a secondary 2d6 dexterity damage. Oh, good. And it's a fortitude saving throw DC of 15 to avoid that. I mean, still not good when you consider, you know, receiving that much dexterity damage at a single time. Yeah. Pretty, can still be pretty nasty, but at least you don't die immediately. True. Yeah. Um, they can now also throw a web eight times per day, which can work on creatures up to medium size. The web, when it hits, will anchor a target in place, preventing any sort of movement. Do they, do they throw it from their butt? It doesn't specify, <laughs> but I'm gonna say or do they do a probably. Little, or do they do a little Spider-Man? I, I was hoping 
for Spider-Man just because... No, I'm hoping it, it comes from their butt. No, just because I was picturing those those little hands doing it. The, yeah. yeah. Oh, the, oh, the little... Like weird the little, form. like... Yeah. yeah. They're little, like... Yeah. 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 Oh, they have more... They have more fingies than um, Turians and Quarians do. I was going to say, like, Turian hands, and then I realized they have more fingies than Turians and Quarians. Anyway... Anyway. I still kind of want it to come out of their butts, though. Okay, that's fair. Uh, either way. <laughs> that's not important. The effect is important, Lewin. God. Right. Back on track. Um, you can attempt to escape the webbing when you get caught in it. It's a DC-13 escape artist check, or you can just try to muscle your way through it with a DC-17 strength check. Depending. That's a pretty high check. Yeah, I mean, it. the webbing is not... Insignificant by any means. And when you right. play the kind of characters I usually play, you're you gonna do die. the escape artist check. <laughs> Actually, no, I've been I've been playing some tanks lately. Come to think of it, yeah. Hmm. Anyway, so also because I just pulled from the 3.5 monster manual, uh, I looked at the third edition monster manual, and they're pretty much the same minus a few kind of weird things as far as like their DC for escaping the webbing is actually higher. Yeah. In third edition, it's a DC 20 for escape artist oh. or a DC 26 for a strength check Jesus. to bust through the webbing. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. For, even for third edition, that's relatively high. Yeah. It, it is. Uh, of course, the webbing does have... Like, it only has six hit points. Right. So, like, someone can walk over and hack at it and pretty much bust it pretty quickly. Or you can hit it with fire because of the fact that it's, like, a weird silk webbing. Right. It takes double damage from fire. Okay. So you could, like, just pull out your lighter and just... <laughs> and it would just go up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they can also make sheets of uh, sticky webbing that can cover from 5 to 60 square feet. Oh, that's a lot of square feet. Yeah. Uh, these are usually positioned in order to snare flying creatures. Oh, I see. Okay. And if you're riding one, riding a flying creature, not an ettercap. Although I suppose if you're riding an ettercap, I would also be interested to see how that goes well, Travis, let me tell you, there's a website for that. Oh, God. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. Not... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm deeply sorry. Are you? you are. I don't think you are either. No. Can I, can I offer a, a, a more innocent visual to cleanse your palate? And that's an Ettercap uh, riding a giant spider as like a steed. Okay, thank you. That, that's better. Okay, there you go. So if you're riding a flying mount... It is a DC-20 spot check to notice the webbing. And if you get caught in one, it acts like the web that they can throw, basically. Oh, yeah. It okay. anchors you. You can't move. You can, blah, blah, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, do XYZ checks or burn it or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So uh, next we have the favored of all editions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fourth edition. Oh wait, I have a I have a guess as to what's going to happen. This is the one that fucks with their alignment. Correct. Yay! What do I win? What do Nothing. I win? It was pretty um, obvious. Aww. You win an ad break. Aww. Yay! My favorite. Just kidding. Yeah. Well, let's go take a break. I need some water, and then we'll talk about that. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> 
Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Ettercaps. Yeah, it's been, um... It's well, been... I, I came into it thinking that I was going to receive, uh... Mushrooms. Mushrooms, and I have... Well, not that, not that kind of mushroom. Oh, yeah. No, no instead you get weird humanoid spiders, but not sexy things. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that. Yeah, it's great, but... Love the bait and switch. You know what's not a bait and switch, though? What? Um, well, all the dice from our uh, lovely affiliate partnership, Metallic Dice Games. It's just a bait. You get what you pay for. It's just a bait, and then you receive the bait, and you have a good time. Yeah, they don't even, like, well, okay, I was going to say they don't even try to catch you with the bait, but, like... They caught me. That's kind of what happens with dice in general, so it's not even a them-specific thing. (laughs) Listen, they can't help it that they're so pretty. Yes. Exactly. So we do still have the affiliate partnership going with Metallic Dice Games. If you want, you can go there, get all the lovely, fantastic dice, dice accessories, dice trays. Exclusive sets of dice available only on MetallicDiceGames.com. Yeah. And uh, when you finally load that shopping cart up, just uh, type in Dungeonpedia for the discount code, and you'll get 10% off for the entire order. So get everything at once, and then just get everything discounted. Yep, and go there instead of an Ettercap player, because you won't find any treasures there. Nope. You will. On MetallicaStains.com. Correct. <laughs> we tried to say it at the same time. And it didn't work. Usually it does, but not that time. And we do, of course, still have our Patreon if you would like to support us more directly, which is just at Dungeonpedia. There have been quite a few suggestions thrown around in Discord about possible other tiers. So be on the lookout for those. I'm working on trying to figure out some logistics to one of them. So It'll be great. Yeah, it'll be great. Uh, we just got to figure a few things out, so check it out there. Also, something you can check out that'll be really fun is our Discord. Yeah. Uh, it is open to anyone and everyone who wants to join. The link is on our Twitter page, and we have a really fucking good time on there. Posting pictures of minis, talking about episodes, talking about D&D in general. Posting pictures of our pets. Posting pictures of our pets. <laughs> yeah, it's not just... The uh, Pet Dungeons Pictures channel's lit, guys. It's not all about Dungeons and Dragons. We have... Uh, Off-topic channels. Multi-faceted well. people. Correct. Mm-hmm. Sharing memes. Lots of memes. Lots of memes. Lots so of memes. memes. It's hey, great. You can uh, join our Discord by clicking the link that's on our Twitter. And again, our Twitter is at Dungeonpedia, so is our Instagram. You can follow us there for updates, for just fun little posts. We'll reblog art or retweet art all the time. To reblog, rest in peace. Rest um, in peace, that platform. And also art that might be pertinent to whatever episode comes out. So yeah. sometimes if we'll talk about a specific art, we'll make sure that it gets posted onto items. Yeah, we might not post any art of these guys this week because they're ugly. Or maybe we will, because they are. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm definitely going to have CJ post some of these uh, ugly bastards up there. If you have an episode suggestion or just want to talk or whatever, whatever. I mean, first of all, Discord. Second of all, our email is dungeonpedia.podcast at gmail.com. That way it doesn't get buried in messages and we can, you know, respond to you in a relatively timely manner. Yeah. Speaking of things getting buried, like on your Twitter feed, for example, you can subscribe to us on whatever platform that you listen to to get notifications as soon as we post new episodes. And if those platforms allow it, we would appreciate if you left a rating or review or both, as those really help us uh, stand out from the surprising lack of 
other D&D lore podcasts, but that's beside the point. (laughs) (laughs) They're still very much appreciated. Yes. And what's also appreciated is spreading the word, telling your friends, your family, the spider who has lived in your bedroom all winter. It's not winter here, but it's winter in the Southern Hemisphere, so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Admittedly, I kind of forgot that that was a thing. So I, I, I do too. I do too. And then when I remember that the Southern Hemisphere seasons are switched from the Northern Hemispheres, it fucks with you. It blows my mind every fucking time. Same. Like, ugh, I'm not a winter how, baby. How how do y'all live? How do y'all do it? Uh, another person I would like to ask how he does it is uh, Alexander Nakarada. How does he live in the Southern Hemisphere? No. How does he make the beautiful song Blacksmith and all of his other beautiful works? Ah, that is actually a very good question. Yeah, I, I feel like it might be a little above our skill level. <laughs> but thank you regardless. Definitely above our skill level. Well, it's not above our skill level, though. It's talking about spider people. Oh, yeah. No, that's like right, <laughs> that's up, like right up our alley. Like, In fact, that might be why we have a podcast that might, be, that might be what we're doing right now. Yeah. Which we should uh, get back to that. Yes, let's. Uh, crap. Yeah, let's go. Oh, God. I just remembered. Ugh. All right, let's get it over with. Yep. So I just, I just, I have to note that the very first note I wrote down for these things from the fourth edition monster manual is literally because of course they did. (laughs) Oh, that's always a good, a good indicator of how things might be going. Yeah. Yeah. So we all know that 4th edition already has an issue with very little lore for any of their creatures. But this is probably like the shortest bit that I think I've ever seen from 4th edition. Oh, that's not optimistic. It is literally just this. Oh boy. A spiritual kinship with arachnids allows ettercaps to live among and communicate with spiders and scorpions. And to keep such creatures as pets. And Edicap uses such beasts as a human hunter uses dogs or drakes. That's it. Wait. So are they are they still like like spider human looking? <sighs> because what you're describing to me is just like a human who's like a spider kitty. Yeah. A spider what? I don't want to explain it. <laughs> Taylor, you you explain this. You're the one who brought it up. I'm the one who brought it up. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> no, I'm not going to explain it. In fact, actually, no. Um, <laughs> Tweet at us and explain it to Travis. Let's just go with spider furry instead. Okay, yeah, there's a, there's a good that's a good way to put it. Okay. Um. Well, give me a second. I have to actually pull up the a hairy. I don't. A, a, ro- a rose hairy? I don't think that's better. Hmm. I'm just trying to be more technical here. I don't like it. Like, I don't... Uh, a leggy? <laughs> nope. Okay, bye. Nope. Okay, bye. A, a, a silky? No, that's something else. What? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just being... Don't worry about it. I don't, I don't like it. I don't either. Okay, so... Uh-huh. I had to pull up, like, the actual picture because, naturally, the 4th edition Monster Mail doesn't give, like, any... Like, meaningful physical descriptions? Yeah. So, basically, well, the what art's they... the usually nice, at least. <laughs> what they are now are... <sighs> spiders, basically, they're just larger spiders with, like, an extended abdomen. 
Mm-hmm. That's, That's basically what they are. Hmm. And even, like, their type. It literally says, quote, medium natural humanoid, parentheses, spider. Yeah. What the f- Mm-hmm. Yeah. Parentheses spider. Yes. That's that's not what I was. So they're medium natural humanoid spider. <laughs> Everyone knows. Medium natural humanoid spiders. That's yeah. my favorite kind of character to play. It's it's great. Okay. Well so okay, so they at least do still look like spiders. Okay. They because look you said like much nothing but spider at this point. Well they're like they're even more humanoid spider you know what i mean like not yeah they, they don't have that unique edder cap look anymore they, they just look they just look like humanoid spiders essentially pretty much literally spider furries but uh, like w- what you were describing to me was like a little bit of just like a person who really likes spiders you know like right. maybe a little bit of um like a, a magic brian type you know yeah no they're just spiders they're just humanoid spiders <laughs> It, Thank you, Taylor. They're just humanoid spiders who hang out and command other spiders. Yeah. And, like, I'm not even upset about them being changed from aberrations because, I mean, the only time we ever got a specific detailed thing of what they were were in the previous edition. So and even really... then, it didn't really explain why they were aberrations. Yeah, right. so, like, I don't care. Change it to what you want. And just, it, yeah. It's just so bizarre with how they changed it physically. Because mm-hmm. it's just so different. I don't know. And, you know, of course, because 4th edition puts everything into, like, two or four different mm-hmm. types, classes, what have you. So there are two types of editor caps. There is the Fang Guard and the Web Spinner. And they're unaligned. <laughs> I knew it. Shocking literally nobody at this point. Because, well, I wasn't like, sure if they were going to be like unaaligned or just either of the two evils, and we were going to talk about how dumb that was. But no, of everything is like unaligned in fourth edition, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so the Fangard, um, they don't use claws to attack anymore. Uh, instead, they now apparently use a great axe. Okay. Yeah, they use actual weapons now, I guess. Which, I mean, um, that's not... Like, that's fair, I guess. I just don't like the idea of one of these things wielding a weapon. It is <laughs> just, a little frightening. But yeah. also, like, they don't have just the two long arms anymore. They have basically, like, spider legs. Mm-hmm. Slash scorpion legs. It's like a spider-scorpion body. Mm-hmm. It's, and, 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 it's so, weird. Yeah, so I guess they just wield great axes now because they don't have the claws. Which, that would be weird to me because I can see, like, they often wield a great axe or whatever, but then if they don't have one, like, they get disarmed or whatever, it's like, oh, okay, and they have this claw attack. That would make more sense to me, but they didn't ask. So... Um, they do still have their uh, poison spider bite. But instead of a save against, like, the initial poison, the Fangard instead makes a secondary attack versus the fortitude of whoever they're biting. And then the poison will stun the target until the end of the Edercap's next turn. And they take ongoing five poison damage, I guess, until it ends or until you save against it successfully. Yeah, that's kind of a... I mean, I'm not necessarily faulting 4th edition, 
But because I, I feel like sometimes that kind of thing just does happen. Like you find a random description of how an attack um, or ability works and you're like, why did you choose to do it that way instead of just doing it? You know what I mean? Like instead of just doing yeah. like, like why, like why would you have them make a check against their fortitude as opposed to just having them make a fortitude save? Yeah. But I feel like that kind of thing just happens every That's now and again. That's the part I don't quite understand. Like I'm not, I'm not necessarily faulting just fourth edition for that because I've seen some, um, like even some specifically last week with the, uh, the nightshades where I was like, why would you choose to do it that way yeah. <laughs> instead of, you know what I mean? No, I, I understand what you mean. But also, ugh, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they also have a standard at-will ability that is web tangle. And it, like, literally, it just immobilizes the target. It doesn't do anything else. Okay. It just immobilizes. That's all it says. Alrighty. Just immobilizations. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, then, that, that doesn't not make sense, because, you know. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It's just, I don't know, like, why? I'm just always bored. I'm like, I'm sorry. A no, lot of the like, time, I get it. a lot of the time when we do, when we are discussing some of the fourth edition stuff, I'm just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah, and then of course we have the web spinner, which instead of a great axe, they use a long spear. As supposed to a short spear. Well, yeah, yeah no, literally, yeah. Yeah, um, they have the same spider bite and the web net abilities as the Fangard does. And they have a zone attack. Because, I mean, surprisingly, the Fangard didn't, but the Web Spinner does. It is a, it's called Webbed Terrain. It's an area burst within, uh, two to ten feet. And it's a attack versus reflex, I guess. Either way, the target, or in this case, targets, are immobilized if they're hit, and then the zone itself is filled with spider webs and is considered difficult terrain until the end of the encounter. Okay. Okay. So they just shit out webbing everywhere. I mean, yeah. In a single burst. <laughs> just and uh, that's it. We're done. Onward to fifth edition. Okay, real quick. Oh boy. Before, before I, I didn't know where to, I didn't know where to put this, but I just like noticed this when I was. Uh, Googling them. Um, apparently, vis-a-vis their names, apparently it comes from a, a Middle English word, Adderkop, which roughly translates to poisonous or venomous spider. And that's apparently where we get the word cobweb. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like a variation. And I guess specifically in D&D, it came from J.R.R. Tolkien's use of the word Adderkop. Because J.R.R. Tolkien invented the trope of the fantasy giant spider. Right. Thanks for that. Huh. I did not so know that's that. So that's apparently seems like it was kind of like a little bit of just a variation on the word Adderkop. Interesting. Huh. Right. Well, I'm glad you found that because I didn't. Yeah, I just like noticed that and I was like, yeah, that I mean, and obviously like I didn't go and look up like follow the source for it. But given the similarity between the words, that checks out to me. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it checks out to me too. But they, I guess they. I, I was going to say they should have chosen a different syllable, but because then it wouldn't make me think of mushrooms. But I guess they couldn't call them Edder cups because then that made me think of teacups. Teacups. 
So in 5th edition, um, they didn't go back to being aberrations. Instead, they are now just considered to be monstrosities, which I guess also kind of makes sense given their mix of everything. Just their whole everything. Just the, like, again, the everything. We've, we've had three different like set distinctions on what they are considered. So at this point, I don't even care if it doesn't go back to what it originally was because it was one instance and it's whatever. Yeah, and plus, like, there was never really any explanation given for how they were aberrations in the first place. So. Yeah. Besides so, them being, you know, pretty just aberrant. Yeah. Yeah. In the literal sense of the word, not, you know, Other not the from, the from the outer planes aberrant. And their whole existence has actually changed quite drastically now, too. Mm-hmm. Um, they are humanoid spiders. Right. That tend, feed, and watch over spiders the way a shepherd oversees a flock of sheep. Aw, that's nice. So they're like spider herders, I guess? Spy-herds. Spy-herds. Spider-herds. Spider-herds. There we go. Shepherds. They do have their uh, strands of silk that they can stream from glands that are in their abdomens now. (laughs) So not quite by their butts. No. It is their abdomen. Uh, this lets them apparently, and I already know where this is going to go, so I am prepared, shoot sticky strands of webbing to bind, entrap, or strangle victims. Really? I, there, nothing? Really? Listen. I feel like you did that on purpose. The fact that I said the phrase, shoot sticky strands, and just got nothing. Listen. I'm trying to be... I'm upset for Travis, actually. Listen. Listen, okay, listen, the writing comment earlier, I was like, I say say too many gross and borderline horny things on this podcast. I need to rein it in. (laughs) Especially following that up with to bind, like, I I expected something. That's typically not the the use of the... Never mind. Uh... Um, so they do still use... Semen. There you go. Are you happy? <laughs> yeah. Yes. They do still use the silk to make their special elaborate, like, snares and traps and all that. It mentions specifically that they are quiet killers. Ooh, spoopy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the spiders typically are. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, whenever, like, a traveler or an explorer ventures into their territory, they actually will end up, like, stalking them for a while first. Ooh, spoopy. Very spoopy. And uh, some of these adventurers die from just wandering blindly into the traps or sections of the forest that is just, like, enclosed by webbings. Others end up dying by the hands of the Ettercap using strands of webs to uh, garrote them. Ooh! Or envenom them with their poisonous bite. Oof. Dang. Yeah. They have zero desire to live in harmony with nature, and the forest that is infested with them apparently transforms into this gloomy, often choked with webs and infested with giant spiders, giant insects, other various, like, predators and giant insects. That kind of what have you. yeah. So you'll know if you're in an intercaps territory, because if you wander into a place that looks suddenly dead and covered with webs, it's probably time to turn around. Noted. Got it. Okay. 
Also, that means that you don't have to feel bad about killing them because since they don't care to live in harmony with nature, that means they're probably not a vital part of the ecosystem or care to be. So you can just kill them and not feel bad about it. Exactly. Woo! And if, like, the forest being covered in webs wasn't enough to deter you, the maze of webs are often strewn about... Or, I'm sorry, the maze of webs that are strewn about are often just covered, or maybe not covered is the exact word, but have bones and, like, lost treasures of the previous victims just, like, dangling from them. Ooh, treasure! So, like, the treasure might be inviting, but the dangling bones are probably not. Less than. Probably not as much, yeah. yeah. Um, and because of what you said earlier, just now, Lewin, uh, they are actually natural enemies of fey creatures. Oh, fun! Because of the fact that they don't want to live in harmony, live in harmony with anything. Right. They will often set web snares to catch sprites and pixies, which they will then just devour. Right. Just a little snacky snack. And they will encase a dryad's tree in webbing. Oh, that's fucked up. In a vain attempt to trap the dryad. Right. To, to trap, trap the dryad. To trap the dryad. To yes. make them listen to trap. <laughs> <laughs> not the worst thing ever, I guess, but, you know, being encased in the webbing is probably not great. No. I mean, unless you're into that. Mm-hmm. I suppose, yeah. Um, there are some of the, like, more timid fae that will approach outsiders and ask for help in dealing with the Edercap infestation because they just don't have the... The means to do The so. means to take care of it themselves. And there's also nothing listed under their languages section, so I'm going to assume at this point that we're just back to them not having any spoken language. Which makes the most sense to me. Yeah. Yes. It, that makes the most sense to me. Them having, like, no spoken language makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because something tells me that a spider mouth is probably not arranged in the best way to speak, you know, the languages of people. Yeah. I like I don't know cuz I don't actually I don't know that much about spiders really. I mean, they're more arranged in a way to make chittering noises and yeah. you know, uh, bite things and invent them. Which they do have their poisonous bite does the initial 1d8 plus 2 piercing damage and then 1d8 poison damage. On top of that, you have to make a DC 11 constitution saving throw. To avoid becoming poisoned for one minute. Which in 5th edition, poisoned means that you have disadvantage on attack and ability rolls. Hmm. Right. So, I mean, not great. I mean, certainly not great. Would I be correct in assuming that these guys are maybe a little bit more of a little bit weaker spec? Because DC 11 is not... Yeah. It's it's not outrageously high of a constitution save. Uh, let me... Double check that, because I want to say yes, they are, like, definitely weaker. It sounds kind of like more of the problem with them is if they are allowed to get the jump on you, right. or having to deal with an area that's infested with them. You know what I mean? Not just, like, you just randomly find one in your shoe, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, Um, they are considered challenge rating two. Their hit points are... 8d8 plus 8, and it gives, like, the, you know, middle ground of, like, 44. Mm-hmm. Their AC is all just from natural armor at a 13. So they are pretty weaker versions of themselves. Right, Or gotcha. their previous selves, I guess. hmm Okay. They do have, like, a ranged attack, which is them shooting their webbing, 
which is on a large or smaller creature. Uh, on a hit, the creature ends up being restrained by the webbing, and you can use an action to make a DC 11 strength check to escape the webbing. You can also destroy it. The webbing has an AC of 10 with 5 HP, so like... Not probably yeah, nothing. one smack will one smack will do, do ya. Yeah. And one of the things that I actually liked the most is they gave an attack variant for them. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. Because they do still have their claw attacks and their bite, mm-hmm. but this variant replaces their claws, and the attack is called uh, Web Garot. Ooh. It's a melee weapon attack on a medium or small creature as long as the Ettercap has advantage on the attack. It deals bludgeoning damage and then the target becomes grappled. Until you break the grapple, the target can't breathe. And the Ettercap has advantage on rolls against it. So it's literally strangling you. With its web. With its web. And, you know, there are other rules for 5th edition that... Yeah. You know, you yeah. can only survive a not certain being, amount of time. Yeah. Not being able to breathe is bad. Bad. Just, <laughs> the rules for D&D has, have decreed that not being yeah, able just, to breathe. Yeah, just D&D. Yeah, it's weird how in D&D not being able to breathe is a bad thing. So strange. Just D&D, though. Yep. Um, when Angus mentioned this in Discord, he also mentioned a variant of it in Pathfinder that I had to look up, and they are called Nightmare Edder Caps. Oh, <gasps> these things sound like a nightmare already. Pretty much. Uh, the description for them is, the strange humanoid looks like a gangly, distorted caricature of an Edder Cap with spider-like fingers and an enormous, wicked grin. Ooh, spooky. So How do spiders grin? I don't know. So the nightmare part is just... A template that you can use to pretty much any creature you can make a nightmare creature, but they specifically they specifically put in like a nightmare editor cap as the yeah example example. There we go. Brain did a dumb happens. Oh my! Looking up the picture for you. Oh my! They're uh, they're pretty nasty. That being said, I actually oh my. Also want to. That play. is oh, God. horrifying, actually. Wait, is this their actual? This looks like a fucking xenomorph. Maybe it is. Um, yeah, kind of. Like, look at those things. Those things are just horrifying. Actually, they kind of remind me of uh, Andario from Diablo 2, specifically. That was just the one that I happened to click on, but. Ah. Yeah, they're ugly ass little things. Like, all of them. Mm hmm. So one of the things that is added to being a nightmare creature in general um, is a ability called Night Terrors. <laughs> Great. Hey, okay, I know that it probably is like the inflicting of it, but it's like, congratulations, you've been given Night Terrors. You've been given Night Terrors. So they actually have the ability to enter a target's mind with a dream or nightmare-like spell-like ability. Don't like that. So once they do that, they can use this Night Terror's ability, which it then attempts to control the target's dream. If the target fails a will-saving throw, it remains asleep and trapped in the dream world with the nightmare creature. Thereafter, the nightmare creature controls all aspects of the dream, each hour that passes, the target can attempt another saving throw to try to awaken. Uh, you will automatically awaken after eight hours, or if the nightmare creature releases it. For whatever reason. For yeah. one reason or another, yeah. 
The target takes 1d4 points of charisma damage each hour it is trapped in the dream. If it takes any charisma damage, it is fatigued and unable to regain arcane spells for the next 24 hours. The target dies if this charisma damage equals or exceeds its actual charisma score. Are you ever so uncharismatic you fucking die? <laughs> yes. <laughs> From being horribly frightened? Yeah. Because this thing decides to fucking take over your goddamn dreams? I mean, I'm assuming at that point that's kind of like... Freddy Krueger? Well, I mean, I was going to hold back on the Nightmare on Elm Street jokes, but I'm glad you didn't. Um, but at, I mean, at that point, it's kind of even not like, it's not even that you're so like uncharismatic that you die, because that would have happened to me by now. But it's kind of like, like some kind of like death of the mind or something, like yeah. in, like ego death or something. I don't. Yeah, it's it's very weird. But yeah, they have this lovely nightmare version fucking nightmare on elm street type <laughs> yeah it's just fucking horrible like everything about it is not good it's um bad actually yeah yeah actually it's bad i, I would agree with that statement it looks like a fucking xenomorph yeah it does look like a xenomorph. see and at first i thought this was like fan art like, right really but dope no, fan that's art. actually the picture that is in the the book bestiary which is it looks uh, like a fucking xenomorph the Pathfinder BCR 4, if anyone is curious. It looks like a fucking albino-ass xenomorph with some body mods and some spider friends. It also has illusion resistance and protection from good. <laughs> like, okay, I know that means something in D&D, but that's just funny. Yeah, uh, it has damage resistance of 5 versus good or silver attacks. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, three times a day, it can cast Detect Thoughts. <laughs> That's terrible. It can also cast. Does it tell them? I... Does it tell them to to be gone after it finds them? Well, that's just detecting the thoughts. And yes, I get the joke. Okay. Don't don't worry. It didn't go over my head. Just okay. You saying that happened to coincide coincide with this next bit where they can also cast suggestion. <laughs> Perfect. So, <laughs> so they can detect your thoughts and then suggest them to leave. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Fuck. I, I hate it. I, I love it, kind of. Not the nightmare part, the thought part. Okay. Of course, of course you do. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, so I actually overlooked this at first, but oh. here's another fun bit. I love kernels that you find yeah. later. Um, fun, okay. Yep. Yeah. So there's also something that is a Nightmare Lord. Okay. Which... Freddy Krueger? Are, I mean, basically, pretty much, they're Nightmare creatures, they just have this... Uh, they're just... Better. They're just more powerful, yeah. They're just beefier. Um, they live in the dimension of dreams. They tend to rule over the lesser nightmare creatures. Dark guy? Hmm. Maybe. And being a nightmare lord, they get the ability Dream Slave. Instead of killing a target with its night terror ability, a nightmare lord may instead enslave it with a permanent dominate monster effect. Oh, the enslaved oh creature is healed of all charisma damage taken from the night terrors. So they can just choose to enslave you instead. Awesome! That's great. I love that. Yeah, it's it's fantastic, right? Hey, um, I, no, no, 
I was going to say it's better than being dead, but probably not. Probably not. Is there any mention? uh, This is going to sound more suggestive than I mean it to, but (laughs) I guess. uh, I mean, is there any mention of what they do with these dream slaves? Like, do they use them as their agents in the waking world? I assume they use them for... Or is it as kinky as it sounds? They probably use them for virtually everything. Oh, good. So it's as kinky as it sounds lovely. Yeah, I mean, probably. Uh, They also gain the ability to cast invisibility and plane shift. Oh, good. Which is how they plane shift from the material plane to the dimension of dreams. Or back. Either way. The DOD. Dimension of dreams. So, God. the nightmare variants in Pathfinder are fucking horrifying, yeah. so Just thank you for uh, giving us that. Yeah, it was, it was bad, actually. Yeah, I didn't like it at all, thanks. It was great. <laughs> but that is all that I have for this week on the Ettercaps and their horrifying nightmare variants. The, the nightmare fuel, if you will. Yeah. Literally. The nightmare fuel and slave furry... <laughs> oh boy, yay, we found another way we found a way to work slavery into this episode. Slavery is bad, even the nightmare kind. Uh, I would I would I would go as far as to say especially the nightmare kind. Well, no, I don't know if I'd go that far. I would say that they're all bad. Yeah. They are all bad. They're probably about equally. Just this is a new form of slavery that I didn't know existed. New fun forms of slavery. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. Uh, you mean like yep. nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Dead. Nope. <laughs> D-E-D, dead. Slavery's bad. Slavery's Slavery's bad, bad, kids. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Again, slavery's bad. Uh, Don't don't forget to follow us on our Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, Join our Twitter. Join our Twitter. Join our Discord, which you can find the link to on our Twitter. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. As always, we appreciate you guys spreading the word to your friends and families and acquaintances and people you meet on the internet. And spiders. And spiders. I mean, tell your spider friends. Tell your spider friends. Just be careful. We we really appreciate it. We do. Um, again, if you have anything you would like to suggest as a topic for us to cover, you can always send us an email at dungeonpedia.podcast.gmail.com. We'll gladly accept it there, or our Discord if you join it. Or our Twitter if you... Basically anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I think with that, uh, I'm done. I don't want to think about these guys anymore. Are, are you sure? I'm pretty sure. So I think with that, we will catch you next week here on Dungeonpedia. So nightmare variants. So no. They can be anything though. It doesn't have to just be an intercat. Oh no, you've unlocked a new level. Nightmare, nightmare nightmares. Nightmare nightmares. Like the horses? Nightmare gelatinous cube. Like the horses, you know? I'm done. Nightmare squared.